You know, you and I, we may enjoy a good walk from time to time, maybe along some favorite trail or through a park, or just through our own neighborhoods. For us, well, it's just a healthy exercise. But in the Bible, it's the primary means of transportation. As for Jesus, well, he was a great walker. During his brief ministry, he traveled great distances on foot. From our Bible stories, we know that he traveled through Galilee, Judea, Samaria, and beyond. While walking about, it seems that he always made himself available to any and all who may have needed to approach him for any reason. It should be noted that he never, during those walks, attempted to reach out to the local authorities or the power brokers. He didn't seek to directly influence religious leaders, but he was always ready to speak out about their greed and their hypocrisy while calling on them to repent. But he was ready to welcome the common people. He was always approachable for the poor, the lame, and the sick. They would seek him out to hear his words, to be fed, and to be healed. So it is no surprise, while walking toward Jerusalem, just south of Galilee, he meets a group traveling along the same road. But this is no ordinary band of travelers. This is a group of 10 lepers. Because of their illness, they are the untouchables, outcasts from society, and they are careful to keep the appropriate distance from Jesus. Customs of the time require lepers to maintain a distance of 40 paces from those who are healthy. They can be stoned if they prove careless about keeping that distance. Having recognized Jesus and believing that he will help them, they call out for mercy. They have faith that when he sees their illness, he will take pity on them. They believe he will be a compassionate healer. It must have been an interesting picture. Jesus and the ten standing far apart. Then there's that call for mercy. They don't ask to be healed. They ask simply for mercy. There is no contact, just that plea and a response that provides mercy. It is an answer that is given without any questions or qualifiers on the part of the healer and no specific request on the part of the lepers. Despite all this absence of words or any appearance of action, the lepers follow their instructions to obey the law of Moses and show themselves to the local rabbi. The 10 former lepers scamper off to the nearest town, but one, just one, more aware perhaps than the others, feels the transition. He sees the ugly sores on his body disappearing. Feeling returns to his hands and he touches his face in wonder. He is clean. 
He is whole once again, and he knows what has happened to him is good, and he knows that the source of that goodness is not ahead with some rabbi, but is behind him with the man who heard his cry for mercy. He turns back and runs to find Jesus, where he falls on his knees in gratitude. He is now free to return to the journey through life that his illness took away from him. Well, consider, if you will, for a moment, that in reality, our own lives are sort of a journey, somewhere between Samaria and Galilee, between illness and health. We are all travelers along the way. It is highly unlikely that we will ever contract leprosy or Hansen's disease, as it is now called. But because of our frail bodies, it is likely we will all succumb to at least one illness or another during our lives. It could be an illness of life-changing consequences. Inevitably, we will all suffer from the fear and the depression that could well separate us from our friends and neighbors and even from God. But rather than remain within the darkness of our despair and separating ourselves at a great distance from others, we can call out to Jesus with our plea for mercy. Our Lord will recognize us and will draw us near to him. For Christ awaits our cry for mercy, and he responds by making us whole. He will tell us that our faith has made us well. <laughs>